What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning into the show yet again. I'm very excited to talk about uh, this segment that I have right here. Uh, this might break down into two or more parts. I do not know just because I dug into this a little bit and I'm starting to see how deep mental health goes. That will be today's topic is mental health. All right. And basically in this first episode, I'm going to talk to you guys about how I dealt with mental health and the pain and how I overcame it and just give you a little bit of my background, probably a little bit more than my background. All right. Uh, but my story, uh, is that, you know, I realized that I've been suffering from mental health most of my life, you know, since a child, a small child. By the time I was three, I was already legally blind from my right eye. You know, I was, uh, I was abused since that age up until I was about 14. But by that time I was like Spider-Man, you know, it, it was hard to catch me. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, Bushwick. And I lived there from about 95 to about 2015. The most interesting 10 years of my life. It was my home and still to this day. I was abused by my dad most of my life. Right now we have a good relationship. But when I was younger, I, I resented him. And I also hated my life. I was, I was different from all of my friends growing up. You know, but it gave me perspective. I learned to read people. And I guess my condition, uh, with my condition, I was able to look at life in a way that I could never be a part of. I looked at my friends at the time, and they had parents that worked and drove nice cars and dressed good. And, you know, they gave their kids money and they got them nice clothes and things, you know, things that kids dream of. Like, I understood what a hard worker looked like. And I was young. I understood things too soon. I was ahead of my time. My dad used to box and he trained me for a while, you know, and he started training me since the age of five. till I got to the point that I can teach myself, take myself to the gym and, and train, even though I could never compete because of my eye condition. But I loved it. I loved boxing. It made me feel great. But growing up, I was bullied. You know, I hated my life. I hated my dad because people feared him. And if he beats my ass, no one's going to beat his ass, you know. So I fought a lot because of how I felt. I was, already, I, w I was always humble, but it was hard, you know. We couldn't go outside with the other kids. We were super broke, living off Section 8. My dad would have odd jobs here and there, but nothing he can stick to. He was, he was, great. He was a great handyman, though. Like, he could fix anything, build anything. It's weird. You know, he was like the... Uh, he was like the uh, the neighborhood, uh, you know, the blocks, you know, slash hood, uh, neighborhood engineer, laugh out loud. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we were we were poor. My dad worked us in the house like we were slaves, always cleaning. We didn't have new clothes. Everything was hand-me-downs that my uncle would get rid of, you know, like uh, like shirts or jeans or sneakers and shit. You know, and what made it worse was um, I was like the favorite of the family. And at the time, you know, I had only two younger brothers and a sister. You know, I was the oldest. And I don't know if it was because of my eye condition, but sometimes I was pitied a lot. And I hated that. But like during the holidays, I would get the most gifts and my siblings won't. 
or my grandmother will take me for the weekend almost always but never take my siblings and my family you know would always make me feel because of my eye I was helpless and they blamed my dad for it to this day they say he did it he says he didn't I don't know it's one of those it's one of those things in my life with it which is like you know my life's greatest mystery to not know how to fuck this happened you know uh but anyway he told me I would never be able to drive or fight or get a girl or like like I wouldn't be able to do anything just to keep me safe. And that fucked with me hard because I was depressed and confused at a young age and had thoughts of suicides often. Nobody knows that up until now. I was traumatized because I thought one day my dad would kill me. I wished him dead a lot, unfortunately. We had no money. I would be the one that had to act like a neighbor almost every you know, every other day for 10 bucks and then my dad would pay him back. That's what that's what they would, you know, tell me. You know, my dad and my mom would send me to the neighbor's house and tell them, you know, ask them for 10 bucks and I'll pay them back this Friday or something. When I was smaller, myself and uh, my mom uh, would go to the store and she would put like a big coat on me and stuff food in my coat. I would have to knock on people's doors and ask for a glass of milk or an egg so my mom could make me uh, make us breakfast. You know, like she would write notes for me to take to these people, like to take to our neighbors. And I often wondered, like, what is it that my neighbors have? You know, why is it that my neighbors have this and we don't? I was young, you know. By the time I was 12, I thought I was a man. I was groomed. I had an attitude. I was fighting. I was getting respect. My mind was so past its time that I see kids nowadays that are 20 and are huge kids in their 20s. And in a way, I envy them because they still have their childhood and mine was taken from me. But I learned that everything happens for a reason. And even to this day, I still struggle with being a father now and trying to build an empire and be the, an entrepreneur. You know, there's so much more to my story. Like my family splitting up when I was 16, my dad cheating. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me. Um, you know, my dad, uh, my dad cheating on my mom which my mom was once my best friend, you know, and now now she blames me for everything. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I did drugs, wasting away, you know. All this stems from mental health, the thoughts and the experience that led me down this path. I was always a negative thinker, you know, thinking that my life will, will never change, that God didn't love me. It's deep and dark shit. You know, the mind, uh, that mindset cost me a lot. My ex-wife, my kids, eviction, money, job hopping, moving in and out with people, crazy. And what destroyed me the most is that I had dreams. That I was so close to achieving but never worked out and I felt like fuck life, fuck trying. You know, I was great at everything I tried. I was a great fighter, still am. You know, I was great at dancing, and I did so much with that. Always been a great writer, whether it was, you know, writing rap or music or even scripts. I had a chance to join the Artist of Two of California. You know, I had all the girls I wanted at one point. I found my confidence in life. And it was through people telling me that I couldn't do shit. And I said, watch me. I did great, you know. At 18, though, I, I decided to raise a family, and I didn't know shit when I thought I did. And my life spiraled out of control. Nowadays, I'm doing better mentally. 
but it's still a struggle. Some days I get frustrated, I break down, I get angry. I still have a lot of trouble taking place, but I'm working on myself. You know, the things that help me cope is like reading, working out, training, talking to my students at work and, and mentoring them, writing prayers every morning, perceiving my day to be great no matter, you know, rain or shine. Understanding that I'm not limited to my surrounding helps me believe I can overcome my mind, overcome my fear, the fear of my mind controlling emotions, you know, that that's what I believe a lot of us suffer with, you know, uh, but this is my story, guys, and I feel like I'm a part of the mental health community. No matter who you are or where you where you come from or your condition, we all suffer uh, with some form of mental health. And I strongly believe we can all help each other and make each other feel better. I was always the type to feel other people's problems before they even told me, no matter how they felt. Maybe because I recognize the mask they wear is the same one I used to hide the pain and, you know, what goes on behind closed doors. But for now, this is my story. And, uh, you know, we're going to dive deeper into this with part two. So stay tuned for that. And, and uh, you know, we're going to find out how a friend of mine dealt with mental health. And we will speak about some pros and cons to mental health and state some facts about it as well. So I hope this podcast was helpful to the listeners out there. If you think, like, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you like what you heard or... You know, you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to donate to help this podcast grow, man, and, 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 and see us, you know, live, you know, the love will be great, greatly appreciated. So uh, you can email uh, me at beautifuldarkstateofmind at gmail.com. All right. You can use that email for the comments, questions, concerns, you know, tell me your story. I like to know what you went through. And, you know, if you want me to put it out there, I'll put it out there. You know, if you want to donate, use that email for our PayPal. All right. So you guys know that mental health is serious. People die every day from it. You would be surprised. And, uh, you know, it, so I want to thank I want to thank Nels from California for asking me to speak about this topic, because now that I did, I am more aware of my own suffering with mental health. So let's push the issue and better the world's mindset one mind at a time if we can. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Stay tuned for part two.